0: I have been told, it is fundamentally embedded in our nature to explore. This has never been more true, even now, when we, humanity, are so focused in our steadfast mission to survive, we've never been more desperate to see the unknown. Our desire to discover cannot be suppressed, not even now, especially not now. We have an obligation to learn and to further our own knowledge. To be better, because we have to be better. today. We send Hermes, an unmanned probe, into Saturn's atmosphere. It will still take a couple of months to get there, but we can all feel a sense of pride knowing our work will matter. The knowledge gain...
1: We interrupt this scheduled broadcast for a breaking news update from the Sticky Buttons Podcast. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the Sticky Buttons Podcast. This is your host, Brandon. And this is Blake, and welcome to the Sticky Buns Podcast. <laughs> We're coming at you with a pretty stacked episode today. We are going to talk about some of the Nintendo Switch online games that you can play. Um, some of the classics. How do you how do you feel about the classics, Blake?
0: Oh man, it's like it's a whole lineup, dude. It's like a hundred plus games. They're all retro. Uh, well, they feel retro to me. Um, I'm sure they feel retro to you too. They're they're kind of yeah. old. A lot of them are from like the six not 60s. Jeez, excuse me. I think a lot of them are <laughs> from the 80s and 90s. Is is what it really is. Retro. I retro. really I haven't really played very many of these. I mean, obviously we checked them out for this episode, but before that, I had not really played too many.
1: Yeah, me but either. I, I never really gave the SNES. That's, that's what they call it. The super Nintendo entertainment system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, never really had those before. Maybe neither. Just kind of born in 2000, being born in 2000, I kind of missed that whole like era. Um, but it's, it's fun to see those titles, you know, just browsing through that gallery. I saw titles like punch out, which if you played super smash bros, um, there's a character called little Mac who's a boxer and, and boy, do I love using Little Mac. He's such a fun character to just play with and knock people out. Um, and I didn't know he came from Punch-Out! And it was it was nice to see that. And I, like, explored that a little bit. Um, so many, just so many titles where it's like, oh, that's where that came from. You know, it's, like, mm-hmm. it's way, old. a lot of these titles are, go way back than
0: you, well, that I thought of. Um, and yeah. I mean, do
1: you feel the same way?
0: I do feel the same way. It honestly it kind of feels like a like a a game catalog from the past that you kind of get to dive into, kind of almost like a game library. That yeah you get to check stuff out that you never would have checked, would never would have been able to check out before. And it's just really exciting. I thought that the the prospect of like watching the trailers and just kind of looking at the gameplay and just knowing that I could have these on my Switch was like really, really awesome it's yeah. like, I would just jump in and just like, look at, just look at them and like play them for like five, 10 minutes. And that, that's really cool. It's like, a, it's like a whole catalog, like an encyclopedia of gaming encyclopedia, history. Encyclopedia, if you will.
1: <laughs> yeah, it can take you back to like a, a specific time in history when people were playing those games. And that's something I like to think about as well. Like when I was playing like Super Metroid, like, just thinking about, like, what was going on in the world during that time. I believe it was, like, 89 that Super Metroid came out. Like, it says the year in the bottom. It mm-hmm. says, like, the copyright and then, like, the year in Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, that's something I think about, like, Nintendo is this company that has been making games for a really long time. And they've gotten pretty good at it.
0: Um, yeah it's it's really crazy um some of the like one of the ones that i checked out was from 1997 and i was born in 1997 and just to see like in my lifetime what games looked like then and like what they look like now it's just it's crazy
1: definitely it, it really is and like the, the mechanics like you would think that like being from being alive in this time period where we have 4k ultra hd and we can play like games with many people because of the internet that we wouldn't enjoy these games but it's just something about like the simplicity
0: of it it's very it feels very fresh everything feels excuse me everything feels like it really clicks together you know at least least for the ones that i played
1: very fluid Mm kind of um like a, you can just tell that there was a lot of time spent you know making this game fun
0: um, yeah mm-hmm. definitely and i think that as far as touch on the game mechanics a lot of these the games that are on the nintendo online a lot of them are either side scrollers fighting games or turn-based combat kind of games
1: which ones um out of those do you prefer the most do you have a favorite
0: Hmm. I would probably say I. I well, yeah, I, I probably like the turn-based combat the best. Okay. I mean, like I'm. I have gotten into side scrollers. It's. I feel like that's kind of always been like my Achilles', Achilles heel of gaming because I've never really been like super into them. Like I've always played Mario's, but like I've never really like been like so into them. But like we talked about a couple episodes ago, Gris is a side scroller. And I absolutely love that game. So just kind of seeing it and its kind of origins is really it's really awesome. And like I said, it it really kind of feels like just this library of gaming history.
1: Definitely, definitely. I I can't agree more, man. What which one, um
0: which one is your favorite out of those three?
1: I would probably have to say side scrollers. Side scrollers really? just because I've had like, out of, out of the games that I've had experience with, side-scrollers are the ones that I remember
0: the most. Have you played any modern side-scrollers recently? What are some examples of modern side-scrollers? Um, they have a couple. They have actually, the the category of side-scrollers has been, like, really popular in, like, the indie games on the Switch. Like, obviously, like, Gris is Gris is one that we've talked about, but I think there's also, like, Cuphead is one. Have you heard of Cuphead?
1: Cuphead sounds familiar. I've heard of, like, um, Yoshi's Crafted World.
0: Oh, yeah? that well, I haven't a, heard of that one. What's that, that one? That
1: one's an interesting um, side-scroller. You basically get to, like, make obstacle courses for Yoshi. Um, it's really interesting. Some other side-scrollers. Super Mario Maker. Have you ever played that one?
0: I have not played that one. I have heard of that one. And basically, from what I understand, it's just kind of like you or other people that have the game can make mario levels and then you share your code and test them out yeah yeah it's kind of like a community driven mario game
1: it's really fun
0: do you have that one
1: yeah i do i bought it for my sister I bought it for my little sister
0: do you guys make anything or do you guys play it
1: she doesn't really give the game as much love I, <laughs> she's not really a side scroller type of gal but I I gave it some love and it was pretty fun just playing through like the community, like you were saying, the community challenges, just seeing what people came up with. (laughs) It it reminded me of um, this one game I would play on the computer growing up. Um, It's like this happy wheels. Have you ever played happy wheels?
0: No, I haven't. I don't even, I don't know anything about that. I'm going to look it up while you, you tell me about it.
1: So happy wheels is like a side scrolling physics based racing game and it's just so silly like you can like fall off a ledge and like completely like it it turns graphic
0: oh my gosh I actually I have seen this (laughs) oh no way it looks like you can have like different like vehicles like you can either be um like rolling down a ramp um in a bicycle or it looks like a wheelchair as well yeah oh and there's all those spikes yeah I've definitely seen people play this before You can get like totally cut in half too.
1: It's a really fun side scroller. And that one, it's probably a side scroller that a lot of our listeners can like say, yeah, I've definitely at least heard of that.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, um, yeah. as far as like the side scrollers go, like honestly, sometimes I feel like the side scrolling genre just can can get so frustrating. And if you're unfamiliar with what we mean by a side scroller, um, like Mario, the classic Mario's, where you just move from the right to the left and you have obstacles and enemies in your way and different ways to combat those. And um, most of the time you really only have a couple game mechanics, like a jump or like an attack or like a shoot or something like that. But yeah, as far as the, the more modern ones, they they do get a little bit more creative, but it can be very frustrating because it's kind of just like, you have to get from A to B and if you get caught up in a spot,
1: um one of the games that i actually chose is a side scroller
0: Um, i think actually two of the ones that i chose as well so we're talking about nintendo online this episode we kind of uh privy did a little bit but what we decided to do was we each decided to pick three games and check them out and tell you guys about them because like we said there's like a hundred games so if you're unfamiliar nintendo online is the service that you have to pay for In order to play video games online through the switch and like xbox has xbox live and playstation has one as well and the one for nintendo's is a little bit cheaper it's 20 bucks which is which is nice because a lot of people um you know i mean like we've talked about so many times like just the accessibility in gaming so with nintendo online you get paid 20 dollars and you can play online with certain games and you also get access to stream 150 plus nes and snes games and when we say stream you have to be connected to the wi-fi uh, or to a wireless network or i think you can have your dock set up if you get like a usb converter you can have your dock um wired into internet so basically you have to be connected to the internet to play these because they're not downloaded they're streamed through the nintendo
1: online i wonder how that works they probably have like a cloud server where they dispatch all the like they just hold all that data it's really interesting
0: i think that you if you pay for nintendo online i think you can also have cloud saves as well but i'm not as familiar with that that would be
1: amazing for the sd cards because all of the switch owners out here know about just sd cards and how they can be pretty limiting later on
0: when your Switch gets really, really full of games,
1: like your library, you know? Yeah, one thing that I have
0: noticed that I, I don't know if this is going to matter, but I have noticed that on the Nintendo store, it like tells you like which games you have. So I think that if you were like, for example, if you lost your Switch and it didn't have a game in it, but you had your SD card, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I don't know if you would be able to, save your saves but i think you would still be able to download the games onto the switch from the store
1: just off of saving the the data that you have associated Mm -hmm. with your nintendo account
0: right Mm
1: -hmm. yeah I, i definitely i do that one of the reasons i have it is because i pay for the subscription and then my little sister can play online and so can my uncle if they decide to play on the switch And that's really convenient. Like the family membership is actually really inexpensive.
0: Um, So congrats to
1: Nintendo for that.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that they they did that intentionally. It it seems more of a a family-friendly system than Xbox or PlayStation. Although I am a little bit sad that they don't have, that you can't put like Netflix and like Disney Plus. I'm sad that you like can't download those apps. Yeah, switch that. That it's a little bit sad, but that's okay.
1: It makes yeah, sense. It I well, think they just don't. They don't ahead. want you. They don't want you killing like the processing of it on streaming because streaming can be pretty labor intensive.
0: Yeah, I'm sure, and yeah, and, and I think that part of the the benefit of the switch is the how compatible the hardware is with so many other games and softwares. Back to uh, but yeah, back to Nintendo Online. <laughs> Yeah, i could like start off. with the, the I'm going to start
1: that, go ahead. I'm going to start with the one that I like the least. The okay. Go from worst to best and that's Super Mario Kart, the OG mm-hmm. version. Um I have a lot to say about this one. There are eight different characters from the Mario universe that you can choose between. Um each character's cart has different capabilities of different levels of top speed, acceleration, handling, um, which is like a lot like, the, you know, the new Mario Mario Kart, which is nice to see that like, even back then we still had that. Uh, Mar- Mario, and Luigi are the good old all-rounders, and like you can just get on Mario, and Luigi, and it's pretty easy to control and play with. Um, princess peach and yoshi have great acceleration but like really bad handling Mm -hmm. and um bowser and donkey kong jr they have a really good top speed but they have shit control like if you get hit you're gonna you're gonna just rotate off um but i mean you can push people around too you can really bully with those characters um it was fun to play it was fun to play super mario kart just seeing like the very first iteration of a game that I really love. It was nostalgic, kind of. Um, I'm sure that wasn't the first time that I've seen that specific title. Um, I'm sure I might have seen, like, somebody else playing it or played it myself. I just can't really remember when (laughs) because it's just so deep in my, like, memories. Um, Definitely. But, yeah, I I enjoyed the game. The reason I made it the least favorite was just because... um, kind of bringing back that point I made earlier about having this new technology and like we should feel like this stuff is outdated I really did feel that with Super Mario Kart um just because like drifting was a little like just too difficult with the switch um buttons um and the graphics were just it was getting to me at certain points Mm -hmm. uh but yeah
0: yeah yeah, I actually, I'll I'll follow you right up with this. I also played Super Mario Kart and I, dude, it was also my least favorite. I did not like it hardly at all. I mean, like you said, it was very cool just getting to see that iteration, like the very first iteration. But also, like you said, man, like we're, we are young, we are young spry folks that have <laughs> grown up with, I don't know. I mean, like this game was made in 1992 and, right, you know, that's it's older than both of us yeah and it just felt so clunky and i'm i was really disappointed that i felt this way because before i bought nintendo online i was just like scrolling through all the games that i was going to get to play and i was like oh that is going to be like it's going to be so fun to play this with like my girlfriend and like my sister and just like people that i'm with i think it'd be like so cool to just like be able to pull up the oldest um, super mario kart and i just I was like, nobody's going to play this. This is just so clunky. I was like, it's, I'm like, it's not even worth my time, um, which was which was kind of sad to, yeah. to feel that way. But then it's also like, I'm sure that they knew that, which is why they've included all of these other games.
1: Definitely. Definitely. It's like the whole library. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot to explore. And I definitely feel like they're meant for you to just like chunk them, like play a little bit and then go to the next title. And I think there even is like a, a quick button to like go to next game mm-hmm. i might be wrong about that
0: yeah there are also there's a function on the when you look at the library you can edit um oh, the okay. order did you know that no
1: didn't. i didn't i was gonna ask
0: you if you messed around with that at all because i when i discovered that i like Put all the ones that I was interested in at the top. And I just, there, because there are just so many that I'm like, I'm never going to even get to these because it doesn't interest me at all. Right. Um, But also, if you have Nintendo Online and you go down to the bottom of your Switch, that first drop down to the left, it like takes you to the Nintendo Online, like section of your Switch. And you can just watch the trailer for literally any of the games that we're talking about and also any of the other games that are offered as well. And it just gives you like a 15 to minute long, just like little teaser clip of the game.
1: That's definitely a good tip, Blake, because um, that's something I was thinking about. Just looking at all these titles, all you really get is like the illustration. Mm-hmm. But behind those illustrations are some real gems. Like there, I'm certain there are games that like I looked at the title in the picture and I'm just like, no way am I playing that, but I'm sure it's probably like the best game I've probably ever played in my life. So I have definitely got to try all these different titles and it's nice to have the option to use the trailer to see whether or not, like actually see the game um, and see whether or not it's worth your time.
0: Yeah, Which definitely.
1: Is, I totally agree. As a gamer, it's a question you really do have to ask yourself. There are so many like options to play with mm-hmm. um, and you got to be wise about how you use your time
0: yeah we we talked about we talked about a lot about the just what it takes to be a, a gamer nowadays and you really like time is just such a precious resource and if you can save yourself and like a time like you could they if you can save yourself time playing a game that you don't want to play for a game that you want to play and if the trailer could do that for you like absolutely like dive into that because you do yeah. not want to waste your time especially with some of these older ones that are clunky. Definitely.
1: But, you know, getting on a more positive note, yeah, definitely. Um, Super Metroid is next on my list. Um, was Super Mario Kart, like you said, it was the least favorite for you, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So I guess that's the second? order
1: we're going in. Yeah, this is my second Super dude, Metroid. I'm,
0: I'm really excited for this one. As soon as I saw this on your list, I was like, dude, I'm so excited to hear what you <laughs> have to say about this. Cause I like, I, this, this game in particular, if you're not familiar with super Metroid, this is like a definite classic and it is referenced all the time in the, yeah. I guess the generation above us, but the people that grew up with this specifically, and a lot of people that have voices in the community really love this game. So I'm really excited to hear what you have to say about it, man.
1: Yeah. I mean, so super Metroid is the last Metroid in captivity Um, The galaxy is at peace, and Samus Aran, having successfully completed her latest mission, sets off to find a new bounty to hunt. But she doesn't get far. A distress call, an exploration of an abandoned research facility, and an encounter with an old and unexpected enemy draw her back into the saga of Metroids, and back to the site of her first ever encounter with them. At the time of Super Metroid's release, the majority of video games still offered heroes whose powers were set in stage one and didn't change all the way through the ending credits. To slowly build up Aaron's abilities over time here makes you feel much more engaged, um, and, and even better, you don't have to. Um, there are six different regions of Zebes to discover, and most of them requiring you to collect some new beam or method of mobility to access, but many of Samus's power-ups are optional. Um, which is really a really cool concept about this game. I'm just going to elaborate on it some more. I know that was really confusing. That it's was really like... good,
0: man. I like that. It really, there's a Thank lot you. of, feels like there's a lot of Lauren. Did you beat the game? Did you play the whole no,
1: thing? I, no, I did not. I did not. I played through like the first mission. Um, and then I started to realize how this game really works mm-hmm. is you have, there are different pathways that you can take and, um, like abilities that you can develop Um, or you can just you can just stay with like the original like skill set which is really cool like you you can choose to not use any power-ups and just play the game through like that Um, and it's just a challenging game as well it's um, definitely it's a side scroller because you're you you're going left to right although sometimes you have to go up so does that yeah that definitely yeah yeah it's still side scroller and just the the concept being in space and and how they like illustrate space with like the graphics that they have is is really you got to commend them for it they they did a good job of doing that especially with samus um i love the colorway of samus and like the concept of like, who she is as a character, I feel like she's, like, very inspiring, mm-hmm. and any kid who picks up this title is gonna be influenced by it and definitely remember it, which is why a generation before us, like, really, I can see why this really, like, was cemented in their, in their brains. It's such a good game, and yeah. I, I have to play it through. I'm, I'm gonna finish it.
0: For, that's that's a, that's a big undertaking, man. I'm I'm excited that that you're kind of doing that. I would really like I would be really interested to to play along with you on this just to kind of have like some more takes on this cuz gosh, it, it just seems like even from just hearing what you're telling me about, it just seems like such a a big game. And like I guess also like I guess monumental is a better word for that. And I know a lot of people out there that played this game when it first came out were blown away that the female or that the the, the prota- or, is a protagonist? Yeah. Yes. The protagonist is female. That's really that was really cool and powerful for a lot of people. So and I'm all about that. And I'm sure you're about that as well. Hell yeah. So I guess my some follow ups on this. Do you play Samus in Smash Bros.?
1: I love Samus. Yeah. Whenever my, anyone? whenever I play with my family members, they they get upset when I use Samus, because I'm, <laughs> just, I'm just a little too good with Samus.
0: <laughs> That's awesome, man. What are the what, What's her like? canon called? Does that have like a name or her? Is it her suit? I guess. Does that have like a name? Or um,
1: I think it's the Samus suit. Like I, am pretty sure it's the Samus suit because her name is Aran, A A R A N. So, yeah. Okay. Um,
0: That's what I was thinking of. Okay. All
1: right. Yeah. I want to meet the the space pirate Ridley. He's also in um Super Smash Bros. This big like purple dragon figure. Um, is he in this
0: game? The last Metroid?
1: Yes, he is. He's one of the like final bosses that you have to fight, um, which is really hard. Like this game... They, they don't make it easy as well like that's something I like like it's very like the challenge fi- of it kind of like figure it out you know like I was saying like you have the ability to get power use power-ups and go to like different places that you otherwise might have not yeah definitely if you can listeners and you included Blake give this title um, a, a shot it's really really fun
0: I guess I just have one more follow-up before before we move on. Now, on the last one that we talked about, the graphics and how kind of clunky it was really made a difference. Did you feel that way at all in this game? You know, at first
1: I was. You know, I was because I was playing these games in, su- in like succession. Mm-hmm. Um, so at first it was like, yeah, I was bringing that attitude into it. But quickly, just getting into the lore of it all and just trying to like understand like, the story and how Samus fits into it all. And just the, like the mechanisms you can shoot in all directions, which I think was really cool. It's just a lot of exploring, getting lost in the exploring, which is something I think you might do playing Samus. I did. De- yeah. I didn't, I definitely, you don't, you don't think about that when like, you're really trying to like, yeah,
0: when you're in a good game, obviously that does, that stuff doesn't matter. So, right. And if you, I mean, if you were able to, to get lost in this that quickly, then I mean, there's a reason why this one is such a huge title. So I guess I'll just go on to my second favorite. Um, this one is the the second one that I picked for my number two out of the three that we played was super Mario world. And that uh, one is a uh, 1990 to 1991 for the SN- SNES. Um, there are a lot of, there are a lot of Mario games in included in Nintendo online. And I, Upon reflection, I, I probably would have picked a different one if I had done like a better in-depth look. But I think I made the right choice because the reason that I picked this one is because you can ride on Yoshis in this one. Oh, and I love riding on Yoshis. That's awesome. In Mario games. So basically all you have to do is there are a couple different places throughout each level where you can get a Yoshi. Yoshi. And I think I think what I figured out is I think you have to be like the full the full mario like or the mario with a mushroom and you have to have a power up in order to get the yoshi and some and like i think in the first level you just happen upon a yoshi and then if you lose that yoshi you can get another one later in that level but as the levels progress like i think you have to it, it just becomes harder and harder to find them but yeah like I said, I'm not the biggest side-scroller guy. This one was, I thought it was a little bit challenging. I definitely um, died. Um, and by <laughs> died, I got like the game over where I used like all five of my Mario's and I didn't get very far in it. But it, it really felt very smooth to me, especially as like something that's very old. Like it's 30 years old, in 1990, 1991. I was very yeah. surprised at how also just how seamless it was just me getting in and immediately knowing what to do. And yeah, that was, I think that really just speaks to it and why Mario is just such a, a popular title. But yeah, I mean, I feel like I had like a little bit of like a nostalgia trip for this one, just because me and my sister played Mario. And it kind of just reminded just like the colors and, you know, the blocks that just kind of had that little nostalgia trip and it also like this one felt very like retro to me in a good way. And like, I feel like just in our lifetimes we, we like really kind of throw out the word retro at a lot of things. And a lot of times once like, we just have like this like romanticized um, like view of like retro stuff. yeah. And this one in particular felt like good retro to me. Cause I was like, Oh, like it's like, I get what's going on. It's very seamless. Right. Like I understand completely and the graphics don't really get to me. Like this one, like this felt very solid.
1: Now I have a question. Is that, is that a title that you would feel comfortable like, you know, being in a setting with like, you know, your friends that you'd be like, Hey, like play this game, you know? Oh yeah,
0: definitely. I would, I did not play this as two player, but now I would definitely play that two player
1: there is a two-player option on Mm -hmm. it as well
0: yeah there is there's a two-player option on that one as well and i would yeah totally if you have this like that would be like that would be a great way to kill time especially because with a lot of the games that we play nowadays they're so large and emotionally you're emotionally invested in them and at least for me i don't necessarily like i'm like oh like a game that i'm like really enjoying sometimes i'm like i don't really want to show people this because i'm like I just like, this is for me, you know what I mean? So this would be something that like, you could honestly spend five minutes or a couple hours doing. So I would definitely recommend this one for playing with a friend. Awesome. Although it it is a little bit challenging. So if you were not as good, you might have to like do the first level a couple times and like get some extra one-ups just so you have a couple extra lives.
1: (laughs) And really get like the mechanics down of it. I, Mm -hmm. I could imagine it's not like the best.
0: Yeah. But I mean, like it's, it's really, it's, it seems it's pretty seamless because the the SNES has an X and a Y button as well. So when you're on the Yoshi, like you have like the ability to stick out your tongue, which is the same button that you would like throw a fire if you had a, yeah. had a fire, but you can also like, I did this occasionally and this ended up like causing me to like lose my power up. I accidentally, I don't remember if it was like the X or the Y, but I hit the X or the Y and it flung me off the yoshi and i was like man (laughs) i was not ready to be flung off the yoshi and i flung myself into an enemy i really i enjoyed it for what i for the the little bit of it that i played but we definitely recommend playing that one with a friend
1: so i guess this is
0: the the big one i I also so just like uh for our listeners i can see what his next game is and i'm also very interested to hear about this one brandon (laughs) yeah this is i saved the best for last um Fox,
1: a title that i've always like thought about you know when i see the characters like fox falco and super smash bros um and just playing with them they're really cool characters um and i don't think they're the only ones there might be another one that's from corneria that's Mm -hmm. like where they're from um So Star Fox combines all of the prerequisites for a great game. It mixes classic gaming mechanics with tried and tested shooter playability, Uh, flying through a checkpoint ring of stars to boost health, Mm -hmm. collecting invincibility shields and saving Nova bombs for boss battles um, are all classic play mechanics. And something I really wanted to point out was was that the Star Wars links run deep into this game like details like the rogue underdogs battle against an evil empire and little touches in the game's action are respectful to the sci-fi classic and it's just it's a really really fun title like you can it's one of those uh, like super mario you can just open and get to playing you'll get it and it's really fun and for the time period i mean the graphics aren't great but like it's just it's interesting the colors and the shapes um yeah it's it's definitely just like pleasing to the eye and it's a it's a fun game to just like get in there fly your rocket ship you no know, shoot stuff and,
0: yeah i was gonna ask is the, is the majority that you're just flying yeah. around in a rocket ship
1: yeah yeah pretty much and like you you get into like formations with others and like you do missions and uh, um there's a there's the story is also like samus has a pretty good story and yeah you get to meet all these different characters and they're pretty silly the characters are really cool like animals
0: mm-hmm. um, there's
1: a falcon there's a fox um who else is there and, and star fox
0: do you, I is it? I guess like as the story is it like text box or is there like voiceovers?
1: It's a text box. Wolf is a really cool character. Also in the latest Smash, there's the Slippy Toad who's like Slippy gives toad? you. Slippy Toad. Yeah, he gives you commands and stuff. <laughs>
0: That's. Um, <lit. laughs>
1: it's a fun. It's a really fun title, and I would recommend it to anyone. Like, definitely make sure you play this one.
0: How long have you? How long have you put into this?
1: um this one not not really much maybe like two hours um it was one of those where i would like when i got tired of like super mario kart or or like samus or just trying out like other the other titles i would go to this one because i just knew like star fox is
0: just it's fun Mm -hmm. um and yeah well i guess i'll I'll just move on to move on to mine but oh i guess I'll, i'll i'll add one one final question what did you just, like, what was the vibe of this game? The vibe of this game? Like, how would you how would you play this in the future? Definitely, like, whenever
1: you're feeling like uh, none, none of the games that I have at my disposal right now seem like they're going to do the trick. Like, Star Fox is just a game that you can open up and just get into it and really enjoy, like, just getting, like, the challenges in the game. When, when you get it right, the dopamine hit is like awesome (laughs) because it's 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 not an easy game it it really isn't like maneuvering like learning how to um it has inverted um steering oh Um, can you switch it off um i'm not sure i haven't tried i like that aspect of it it's like Mm. it reminds me of other pilot games where there is inverted steering
0: Um, Yeah. All right, man. Well, I guess I'll move on to mine. So this is my number one. I was actually, I was really excited for this one. Uh, I picked a Kirby game and I've never played a Kirby game before. Yeah,
1: I'm excited to hear about this
0: one, man. Dude, I I was really into it. So the one that I ended up picking was Kirby's Dream Land 3. And it's a side-scroller from 1997, the year I was born. I have a certain fondness for (laughs) that. 97 (laughs) but yeah dude first off i just i just really liked it the the first couple i guess levels that i played through it kind of took me a minute to figure out what was going on because there were there were a lot more controls than i expected and i guess like i guess there were more rules than i had anticipated i kind of thought it was just going to be like a mario game and it's like all you can do is jump yeah but there, it's actually a little bit more complicated. If you've ever played Kirby in, in Super Smash, um, Kirby's able to like bulk up and they, she like, I guess I don't, I don't know if it's a here or her, but Kirby takes in air inside and she like yeah. kind of bulks up like a balloon and you're able to like jump higher. Um, in the game, in this game, when you land, you have to expel the air. So you can't move until you expel the air. Okay. So, and like when you expel the air, it actually can knock an enemy away, but you can also inhale the enemies and some enemies, if you inhale, you can take their abilities, which is really cool. And there's also, I, I, I'm pretty sure that you can play this as two player as well, because if you hit the B button while you're playing, you get like a second character, like an NPC that like plays along with you, but I'm pretty sure like a second controller could control that and it's the same kind of thing it's just like a blue it's like a blue guy and has like a long tongue yeah and has like a long tongue instead of like sucking in air like sticks the tongue out okay it's a a little bit weird so it's a a little bit unsettling because it's like really wavy (laughs) and it's kind of weird but (laughs) whenever i do like a boss battle i always just like put him out there and let him take some (laughs) (laughs) him. I feel kind of bad sometimes, but I mean, like you can only do—I mean, like you can only do it at certain times. You have to like gain the ability to have the second person. Uh, Ah, okay. Yeah, so I played—I played through, like I said, I played through the first worlds. I kind of stumbled through trying to understand the controls, and it took me about two settings to really kind of figure out what like the game was and how I was enjoying it. Yeah, and it really—I really liked it. As far as like a side scroller goes, like. I'm all about the extra colors and like the fantasy vibe. I'm all about that. And it really had like an ethereal, like fantasy dream world, uh, which is kind of like opposed to, I mean, like Mario still kind of feels kind of fantasy, but this was definitely on like another level. I don't know. They're like, I could imagine. Mm-hmm. I mean. And I really thought it was easier despite it being a little bit more complicated than Mario. I thought it was way easier just because you can endlessly jump, and because you can endlessly jump, it gives you, more as opposed to Mario, you can only jump once. They, they had puzzles that were in the air because like it gave the side scrolling another dimension because you could do puzzles in the air because you can kind of endlessly stay in the air. But right. I mean, like, obviously you have to like feather it. So you have to like, have like a rhythm to it to stay Time in the it. air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was cool, which they weren't, they weren't necessarily, the puzzles weren't harder, but I thought it was way more fun than just being able to jump. Yeah. I thought it was really kind of, they kind of took all the things about Mario and they made it better. I was really into that. I also really liked the mechanic where you (laughs) can swallow an enemy and then um, you can either, so there's a couple things you can do. You can swallow an enemy. And if you, so if you do that, you just press down on the the D-pad. Yeah, Yeah. just press down on the D-pad and it just disappears. And then you can swallow another enemy in your mouth. And then but if the enemy is like an enhanced enemy you can gain their abilities so there's one that's like a sword there's one that's a broom and you just like if you have the broom you just sweep the enemies away and it's kind of funny <laughs> I really like the ones that had boomerangs because then it would like it had it had an attack going and coming back uh... so I really like that one I unfortunately I lost that because I swallowed somebody with another ability and I didn't know that you could lose. You know, if you, I didn't, that was at the time when I didn't realize that if you swallowed somebody else, you got their abilities. There's also this one enemy that you can swallow. It just turns you into a rock, <laughs> which like if you're in the air and you turn into a rock and you like- land You on drop enemy, hard. You drop hard and you can take them out, but then like you can't move because you're a rock. So you have to be, unbecome the rock. How do you do that? I, you just like, get hit. Uh, no, you can just hit, I think you can just move. I can't be again or something, but it's, it's kind of funny so I played like a whole episode or a whole level, whole level being the rock. And I just, <laughs> I just thought it was funny because anytime I see an enemy, I just drop on them. And then if they ran, if they run into you, they also die. So it's like a very, like, that's definitely the tank, but it also like takes longer.
1: Yeah. It's, it's like a just, slower mm through.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so many things that you can do in it. I thought I had a blast and a half with it. I was really enjoying it. And it, it's just kind of silly too. And there are ways that you can grab other kind of like a Yoshi. There's this thing where it's like a big cat and they like kind of hold you. It's kind of, it's really, honestly, it's weird. And I thought about how I'm going to explain this and it, it's just weird, but bear with me. So it's like a cat, but if the cat was a kangaroo and Kirby turns into a ball where the kangaroo's pouch would be, and the cat's like riding you and you're like rolling because you're a ball. And it's okay. interesting. Yeah. And-
1: yeah, I can picture that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but if you have the broom ability, when you become the cat, or I guess become the ball of the cat, you fly like a witch, <laughs> which is good when you fly like right off the ground with the cat and you, so that's cool. Um, so there are, in each world, there are six levels and then you fight a boss, okay. and it's kind of like kind of like Mario in that sense, where you get through the levels and then you fight a boss. But so I've beaten two bosses, so I've done like I guess that would be twelve levels plus two bosses, and they were really they were fun. I I think I died the first time I battled each one of them, and I was just because like you're kind of figuring out their abilities and yeah, and what to do and yeah, but yeah, it's really easy because. So the only way that you can attack somebody is you like in Mario, you have to jump on top of them. Right. In Kirby, you have to swallow something and then shoot it back at the boss. So it's, it's more complicated than like a Mario because they're the boss is shooting things at you. And if they touch you, they hurt you. But then if you swallow them, you can shoot it back at the, at the boss. I see. And then also like the boss is also like physically coming at you too. So if, and if you get touched by the boss, Then you get hurt, but I really, I really enjoyed it. It, it was really fun. I have a question:
1: Would you now play with Kirby on Super Smash Bros?
0: I always play with Kirby on Super Smash Bros. Man, I gotta have the I gotta have the ones that have the the extra jumps because I'm so bad. (sighs) (laughs) I gotta have the the Kirby's, the Pits, the Lucario. You drop on you drop on people's heads with the rock. (laughs) i would do that is that a move in the new super smash
1: yeah you could turn into a rock and just plop down
0: yeah i actually this is this is funny now that you mention it i almost bought the new kirby for the switch but i had never had any experience with the the franchise before so i was really hesitant because i was like i have no idea what i'm getting into so now you're gonna do it well if i see it on like a discount i would definitely pick that up
1: dude I think so too. You, you've convinced me to check out Kirby, and what better way to do it with 2020 graphics and a Switch, you know? I,
0: yeah, I, I would. I'd be about it. I've always kind of. I would definitely play the one on that you have on the online, because I mean, you might as well. But
1: because they actually yeah. think
0: they have a couple too, and there's they have a couple other Kirby games that um I like was not into. They're they're not side scrollers, and I don't really know exactly what they are, but they did not have. They just didn't even look fun. I didn't really like one kind of looked like a, like a Dr. Mario kind of thing, Mm. basically like a Tetris, but maybe I'm thinking of something else, but yeah, that's Nintendo online. Do you have any Mm. games that you didn't check out that you would like to check out out of the rest of the titles that they have out there? Link. Oh dude. I really want to check that one out too. I
1: want to check that one out, especially, you know, given we've had like the breath of the wild episodes. Mm -hmm. I'm still playing Breath of the Wild and loving that game now where where are you at now? now I'm past I've went and I spoke to uh, Ipa is that your name? I think it's Impa yeah Impa and um, I'm just out and about exploring just collecting coin, like collecting stuff going to the merchant's I bought mm-hmm. a new set of armor um, so I can, like, fight mobs more often now. And I'm I'm doing the U, Blake. I'm just going around exploring now and just trying to, like, really get a grasp for the game now and the different mechanics. It's such a, like, well-made game, and it really is beautiful. I'll just, like, see the moves being done, like, the fighting moves and do you like moving around and in my uh, armor.
0: Do you like the ability to, like, parry and do backflips now?
1: I actually I haven't been able to do backflips yet. Perry yes. Oh you, yes. Oh, you Perry, just I, go, ahead, go ahead. I think I Perry I could do, but backflips I haven't gotten to do backflips yet.
0: Oh did you do the temple in the, the city where Impa is?
1: I I'm pretty sure I did.
0: Did you go? Did you follow that road up there? Like further down? Do you know? No. Did you talk to the fairy? Nope. Dude. So in the town where Impa is, if you follow that like path up to where the shrine is and you do the shrine that gives you the ability to like backflip and i think they also give you another parry if you were able to parry before i think they give you another parry and the ability to like lock onto an enemy but then if you follow that road up a little bit more there's a fairy there and gives to pay her, like 100 rupees or something and she gives you the ability to upgrade your clothing
1: What do you mean upgrade your clothing? Like improve the armor Mm -hmm. that you already have? Yep. And how would you do that with coins or just like materials? Uh, You
0: don't do that with coins. You just do it with materials that you can find. I think that a lot of the things you can find, in she has like a glade, and I think that um, you can find most of it there. I actually, I might be wrong on this, but I think you can either upgrade things twice with her, or you can only upgrade things once with her. But then... I got to the point where everything I had, I would like upgraded it to the max with her. And she said, there are other fairies out there in the land, like go rescue them. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but it's funny. because like the fairy, like definitely hits on you a little bit. She, she's a flirt.
1: <laughs> so is the concept like the fairies are like kind of like mentors and they have like a variety of skills they can offer you?
0: Um. I would say, I'm going to say no, because the only thing they do is they just give you the ability to, at at least as far as I know, they give you the ability. So they teach you, they just teach you new things. Mm -hmm. And I think that they're trapped. I think they are, have been trapped by the calamity, which is, which is why you have to like, and I think that's why they give you, or they offer to do that for you is because they were, they were trapped.
1: So that you could spank good old Ganon.
0: Hmm yeah dude how are you liking how the story's going so far
1: i like it a lot it's it's hard to like not pay attention to the story
0: yeah, dude. i think a- i think i'm a little bit further in the story than you right now so once you get a little bit further i i just i feel i well i pretty much know for sure now but i had like a sinking suspicion before but now i pretty i feel like i know i feel like i know what's up i have some predictions
1: about what's going to go down.
0: Um yeah, and also like what's happened before. Okay. So cuz I mean, I'm, like you wake up with like no memories and you're kind of like on the hunt for that. Yeah. Which actually I think I'm, I think I might have got too far. I think I'm I think I surpassed you. I haven't played Breath of the Wild in like a week. Dude, we got to get
1: back on the Breath of the Wild. Hit him with another Breath of the Wild episode.
0: Yeah. There's one more thing that I want to talk about before we before we end it today i beat the final gym in sword what so you're ready
1: you're, you got a team that's ready to go to face off the league
0: i think so i think so i'm also like right now though i'm on my i'm on my Poké dot or my pokey decks um i'm just fiending on the pokey decks man i'm really trying to, to get as many pokemon as possible I also have really been, uh, I'm I'm trying to decide if I want to breed some Pokemon before I hit the, before I hit the league. So I guess I'll tell you guys my team. So my team right now is, I have a, I have a Lucario Ooh. that he's been the OG. Fighting and steel. Can't mm-hmm. go wrong with that. Can't go wrong with that. I have a, a Riachu and. A Raichu.
1: Oh man, those things are fast. This
0: mm-hmm. is a fast
1: team you have here.
0: Yeah, actually, that is a fast team. I also have a, a Malmara, which I'm really what
1: into. Is, what is what is Mal? I'm not familiar with Darken
0: Darken Psychic.
1: Is that from the latest region?
0: Yeah, it's this one right here.
1: Ah, wow, that's a badass like Psychic.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. The this is the Pokemon that you have to evolve upside down. So like. <laughs> Whenever I got to level 20, I had to flip the switch upside down, and that's how I evolved to Malmara. a beast. He's a beast. I I really like him. He's kind of like this squid-looking thing, and he's got, like, uh, bioluminescence on him, and I'm really into that. I also have a Ninetales. uh, It's in Gardevoir. Gardevoir. That's it. Yeah, I love that Pokemon. Yeah, I kind of got that one a little bit later in the game. That's a later addition to the squad. I... I I had I had Hatream, but then after a, after a hat little dream. bit, I just realized that that's
1: another psychic type. Now, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I just kind of realized that you really that guard of war. Yeah, I realized that they had better stats. But that's
1: a fast team, man. I mean, honestly, I I would be upset with a team of like tanks. You'd take yeah. us out quickly.
0: Yeah, I also. I have Jellicent, too. That's my last member. I, I took Ryle Jell- Boom off. Try to remember. Is that is that
1: like the jellyfish one, the big one? Is that not a psychic one as well? Water psychic?
0: No, it's a water ghost.
1: Water ghost.
0: Okay. Yeah. So the I've got steel, fighting, lightning, fire, dark, psychic, psychic, and which I mean, this, that's my fave and water and i i made sure i had a water because i i know i'm gonna have to fart fight uh who's it, charizard Oop. yeah yeah i know i'm gonna have to fight him
1: you're gonna well. have to fight a few dragon types
0: yeah but i got i i think that i yeah i got that set because my riot has a um a fairy move Ice beam?
1: oh fairy yeah fairy works well
0: yeah i actually i have a, a couple a couple pokemon that just didn't quite make the cut Um, and like, I really want to take Rylaboom, but I just think that, I don't know. It's just,
1: well, he's definitely going to help you beat the league just because the starter Pokemon all have like boosted stats because they're
0: starters. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I, I, to be honest, man, I really think I messed up with getting Rylaboom. I think that I would have preferred Sobble. Do you want first. to trade? Um, I actually, dude, I wanted to talk to you about this. You played Shield. You're playing through Shield right now, aren't you? Yeah, dude, we could we could help each other out and get the finish out the Pokédex.
1: We totally can.
0: I have I have a couple Shield exclusives that I got from NPCs, but I could, yeah. I'm I'm working my way through getting the sword or the sword exclusive so we can trade. I, I mean, just uh, caught a Ditto today on my lunch break, which I'm really excited about. So I'll be able to breed. And I'm really pumped about that. I'm I'm gonna try and breed my Rylaboom so I can. I'll trade you a spawn of my Rylaboom.
1: That'd be nice. <laughs> um, the nature is is important in the Rylaboom and no, when breeding pokemon just pay attention to the nature like certain natures are more like when you train them they are apt to increase certain stats like an adamant nature for example when you level up a pokemon with an adamant nature their attack stats increase um more than like any other nature like per level up okay just something to look into it's called ev training
0: yeah i'll have to look into that
1: if you're going to breed Cause that, that
0: way it will just like maximize your efforts and give you like really powerful Pokemon. Yeah, dude. I'm really excited to get into this. Like I'm, I've, I've been trying to breed Pokemon this entire game and I've just had like no luck. Like every time I do it, they're just like not compatible. And I finally just, was like, fuck it. I'm going to get a Ditto so I can do that. Cause I think Dittos can breed with anything, right? Yep. Yeah. So I really need, I really am excited to get on that. And I have a lot of. I have a lot of, I have caught a lot of the final evolutions of Pokemon, and I'm just going to breed them and then get an egg to get that. Get the Uh, first one? The first one filled out, yeah. I also, I have some, I have some exciting news, dude. I caught my first shiny Pokemon this past week. What? Which one was it? I think I texted you about it. It was the... the Yeah, you did text me about it. Marini, dude.
1: The toxic one? The toxic
0: and steel Oh, it's the poison and water. Poison and water. Okay. I think yes. Yeah, yeah a- I love that Pokemon, Marini. But it's a cool color. Dude, you got like so pink. lucky. I dude, I was like shaking. I was like so nervous. I didn't want to hit it at all. I would just put it to sleep and just throw, Pokeball after Pokeball
1: at it. <laughs> and you didn't. So you didn't <laughs> hit it once.
0: I think I did. I was too scared.
1: But how That's many the- Pokeballs did it take?
0: I don't remember. I'm not quite sure, but I i don't remember. Actually, I do remember because I wanted to bring this up. I did, I would throw um, great ball and like ultra balls, and like they really weren't doing the trick. But I have honestly found that in this game, just the regular, like plain old Pokeball works for me so much better. Like nine times really? out of 10. That's Isn't that weird. Does that happen to you too?
1: No, I, I totally agree. Like, sometimes I, like, I'm in a cave, so I'll try and use a dusk ball. But then I'll just throw the Pokeball just because I'm, like, whatever. And it works. It's yeah. it's really funny how that works. I think it's just.
0: I feel like they, they might have done that on purpose. And, like, honestly, now that, like, I mean, I haven't beaten the game, but I've beaten the gym challenge. And at this point, like, I can honestly say, like, I think this is an amazing entry point if you wanted to get into it. Yeah. Because there's so many things, like if like you wanted to be like us and like get in the weeds and like, catch a shiny Pokemon or go after Giga Max Pokemon and do EV training, like you totally can. But then you can also just have like the straight the straight up story, which is very I'm yeah. very interested to see how the story progresses, and I really am so excited to catch the um uh the legendary Pokemon. Oh man. I-, I I'm suspicious of the chairman, dude. I mean I feel like something's <laughs> about to go down. <laughs> hmm.
1: but, I, can't, I can't speak too much on that.
0: But. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I think that I also have I have more news for you, and dude. I, I've been grinding on this game, dude. I've been playing it so much this week.
1: What's your Pokedex at? So let's just right now, so we know on this episode, and all of our listeners as well, gotcha. like, how so, many have you seen and how many have you caught?
0: So I've seen 304. That's what I've seen. Goddamn. And I think there's 400, but yeah. that's before you can buy the expansions. And I think a lot of them I think you get I think you get access to or not access. I think that you get the ability unlocked to catch legendary Pokémon after you beat the whole game, right?
1: Yeah, you can go back and like find them in like the weirdest place. It's really fun.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited for that because I actually I have I have two legendary Pokemons, even though I haven't beaten the game yet. I found a couple and I'm so mad because I had the reason that I beat the final gym is because I found I saw like a legendary Pokemon in the wild and I can only I could only at the time catch up to level 55 and um, I was, it was a level 56 and I was so pissed. And I haven't seen it again. I've gone back to the same spot every day,
1: trying to get to it. it. And, and you just, just can't.
0: I'm angry because there's, all, I mean, there's a different legendary Pokemon in its place, and I've caught those, but I have not caught the one that I'm looking for. So I've seen 304, and I've caught 227. And I think oh, I did.
1: That's more like than half.
0: A count. Yeah, that's more than half, and I'm feeling good because I did a count this weekend, and I think I was like at 34. Pokemon that I could get from breeding or evolving. And then there's like 34 or something around there. Switch or I'm sorry, shield exclusives. So if you add 60 to that, I'm close to 300. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. But um, this is, this is, I've got actually, I have two more exciting things that I really want to talk to you about. So I have I have a collection of gig, Gigamax Pokemon. Of Gigantamax? Or, yeah, Gigantamax. I have, I have five now. What? Which ones do you have? So the last time we, we talked on the podcast about this, I had the Butterfree and the Garbodor. And, and those were Gigantamaxed. Yeah. And actually, hold on. Let me... I'm just scrolling through right now. Yeah, so I now have. So obviously, I had the Butterfree, the Garbodor. I have the Gigantamax Or Beetle, Or Beetle, which looks fucking sick. It looks like a like the fast. It's crazy. It's cool. It's a fast Pokemon. It is really fast. I'm gonna check its speed right here. Actually, the speed on this one isn't too bad. It's a well it's it's pretty good actually no my speed is oh yeah it is it's good (laughs) it's an ore beetle Mm -hmm. i actually i'm surprised that i have it i might train this one up because it's a bug psychic i would definitely
1: give you a recommendation to like vary as well because it seems like you have a lot of speedsters
0: yeah i I should probably get some more tanks
1: Get a tank that can like eat up a bunch of hits and allows you to like heal up.
0: Yeah. Cause a lot of mine are very, a lot of my team is very similar, but I mean, I like what I like.
1: <laughs> no, yeah. Definitely. You, you are like a, a trainer, a Pokemon trainer in every sense of the word. Like you find Pokemon
0: that you really like and you train them up. Yeah. But I also have like a whole, a whole box pretty much of, of Pokemon that I am training up just um, for when we, when we eventually, are able to do our pokemon battles and and stuff like that. It's yeah, uh, be so fun. Uh, so I also have a Gigantamax Snorlax and the the final one that I almost didn't catch cuz I almost didn't realize it was Gigantamax, but it was. It's the oh gosh. I got to I got to think how to pronounce this. It's oh gosh, I the Dur Duruludon. Don't use a, a dragon me type. Type. He's like a
1: blue kind of like.
0: He's like the one that kind of looks like a dragon in steel. He kind of looks like a, a skyscraper. Okay. I see. Yeah. That one. Yeah, but that guy looks like a 5G tower. <laughs> <laughs> he does, dude. Oh my gosh. That's, <laughs> that's funny. And I also got. I, this isn't a shiny or a or a gigantic but I figured that you really like you'd like this Pokemon, um, the the Godra. Godra. How do you spell that? Godra. G-O-R-A. Goudra. Godra.
1: i I used to have a Godra on my team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the slimy cool. Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's literally the description, right?
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The slimy Pokemon. Contact with this Pokemon lowers the attacker's speed stat. Yeah. It's a. Yeah, it's an interesting. That one. Pokemon, that one's cool. I love seeing it animated. Yeah, it, like moving, and it's like hair, tails, kind of things that like, yeah. can kind of flap.
1: When you're when you're like fighting, I think its ears
0: like go up.
1: Yeah, it like, it, it like
0: slaps things with its ears. It's, it's kind of so cool. badass. It's very cool, dude. Um, but I also I was able to catch the there two of the legendaries. I was able to get the. The Leafion and the Umbreon. Ooh, I love those. Yeah, I'm really, um, I'm really excited. To, uh, to see. Umbreon is really
1: cool. Um, Leafion, I, I really like the Psychic one as well. I think you might
0: as well. Um, Espion. That's the one that I, I saw but I couldn't get. Dude, that's that really the, hurts.
1: Is that the one that was like level fifty six or something? Mm-hmm. That's what, oh,
0: man! As soon as I was done with that, I was like, "That's this is never happening to me again," and I wouldn't. I feel like you might you engine. might breed espions because you you love them that much. Dude, They're I'm my man. Psychic type. I might. I'm thinking about. I so I I don't really know how that happens, but I guess that there's a way that you get a master ball in this game. Do you get that after you roll the cards? Yeah, I
1: have two master balls. <laughs> I've stacked them from playing this story on two games, and then I just send them to the, the main game through trading. Yeah. But, yeah, you don't really need it. Like, use your Pokeballs.
0: I'm thinking sure. about saving my, my Master Ball to see if I can get a shiny one of those.
1: A shiny Espeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be good. Yeah, Master Ball is perfect for, like, those types of things. Like, just, yeah. like, a super rare catch that you don't think you're going to be able to catch at all. Like a, ho, a Ho-Oh. What's like a ho you ho is a legendary Pokemon from the Kanto region, I believe. It has, like, colorful wings, and if you run into it, it's probably going to run away from you if you hit it. Um, oh, shit, I didn't know that. Like, the, some of these legendaries are like that, like the the legendary dog Pokemons. mm mm-hmm. um, Have you heard of those? Entei.
0: They're the Rank, ones from, like, Pearl, right? Suicune.
1: I think they they go a little before, like they were from a region before, it, but they were okay. definitely in, they were definitely in Pearl, because okay. um, they're just such a popular like group of legendary
0: Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I'm really excited to be able to find those. I'm just yeah, I'm really excited for that. Stoked that, for
1: you too, man. It, man. And I you're
0: think...
1: getting to it, no? Because you you're at a point in your Pokédex where like now it's just like the tr- the, the tricky things, the things you got to wait like for a certain time of day
0: or like. The mm-hmm. legendaries, yeah. I'm. I mean, I'm getting close to that. There's still. I mean, there's still so much that I that I got to do, and I'm. I'm really. I'm gonna get the after I beat the game and roll the credits. I'm gonna get the expansion packs. Just because sure. of how much I have, I've dude. Loved you're, this game. you're gonna use it. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. it makes sense. I'm also thinking about um, trying to do like maybe even like making my own like Nuzlocke rules and like doing like a a a pokemon sword run but like like a nuzlocke
1: have you heard of those is that where like you give yourself a rule where it's like i won't like run out of pokeballs or like i won't use my starter something like yeah
0: yeah there there are different rules like it's basically like you you kind of create your own rules like there there are like set lists where it's like you can only get the pokemon the first pokemon that you see on a on a route um and that's the only one that you can get and then there's also like the most common rule is if your pokemon faints you can't use it again
1: oh (laughs) like hardcore like if it's it's dead it's dead Mm -hmm. Uh, i've seen i've seen mods like that where people like mod the pokemon game for it to be like that it's really fun yeah
0: i'm thinking about doing i i'm so hesitant to do that because i don't i feel like I feel like I wouldn't like it playing like that because I feel like it would just, I mean, like I sink so much time into the, like these games specifically really have the ability for me to just sink time into. So yeah. I kind of don't want to, I feel like I would, I feel like I would, it would prolong my, my game time to where it'd be like, Oh, like I got hit. Like I gotta, gotta run, heal back up. And yeah. I I don't think I would like that, but I think I would do something where like, the, i can only use pokemon i catch in dynamax dens and i can only or i can only use um these like legendaries i think it would be cool to do like if i could breed a legendary pokemon and like start have that start out with me and my starter yeah that would like, be
1: awesome or do like, or, this- like something i used to do a lot of is like ev ev train uh-huh. a whole team of like I, as you know, I really love dragon types, so I would mm-hmm. have like my like visionary dragon type team, um, and just like have like the best natures and just build up, start the game over, and build them up um, to level 100. hundred. Something I used to do. I'm also developing my teams, like putting my teams through a program where it's like it shows you your strengths and your weaknesses and what you, what types you're more prone to um and just trying to develop like the most balanced team something i would do um, i need to do that because i'm it looks it seems like i'm going to have to fight you soon so <laughs> i got to get my team up man got to bring got to put together a really mean squad
0: yeah i'm really excited and i'm really excited um, for us as well because i i think i've alluded to it on the on the pod a little bit before but i've been working on an excel spreadsheet that I'd basically like pick a like uh it would it would pick like a gym scenario um that one of us would be the gym leader and the other one would would i love that concept i think that's really cool and i'm really excited to do that and i think that i mean i mean we've kind of talked about this um outside of the pod but i think that we want to stream that and i think that would be totally and we're kind of just kind of figuring out how we can do that and if it's feasible for us to do that in the near future because it does, I think we have to buy the capture cards. So, yeah, but, I think I think I might have one. Else.
1: Really? Yeah, my I'm uncle like, used to capture gaming for them for Modern Warfare
0: back in the day, so I'll see if I can pull that up. Yeah, I think you can find online like the specs. Also, I think I have something pulled up, so I think I might send that to you. Um, yeah, dude, I'm really excited. We we were planning this episode for about two weeks, so I'm really excited that we were able to do it. It felt it felt very smooth. And I hope that you enjoyed listening to us talk about those Nintendo online games. And don't check out Super Mario Kart.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: That's or, the takeaway. If anything, just don't check out Super Mario Kart.
0: But yeah, there's so many like other ones that I'm excited to check out as well. Do you yeah. have any that you're like outside of these? I You said Link. I'm upset
1: um, that there wasn't any like Pokemon. I was looking for I was like, where is like the really old titles? You know? That
0: would be really cool if they if they were able to put like you uh,
1: know what I think. Fire Red. I've never played
0: Fire Red, man.
1: That those titles are just so like good. I feel like they would take away time from like newer titles. And they're like, Yeah, let's not do that. They probably do think about that, like certain titles, like let's not put them out because people it would just take away attention from
0: Mm-hmm. yeah especially like for free too well i mean it's not exactly. for free but like maybe you pay for the online online presence i really was wanting to check out i think it's like breath of fire did you see breath those of games fire. let me I'm, i might not have said that right but that's it was a like a turn-based combat kind of game and it kind of like kind of gave me the vibe of pokemon uh, but like in like a fantasy world i don't think you like caught monsters or anything i think it was like you in a sword and just kind of like a turn-based combat kind of thing but i think i saw a dragon quest
1: there was a dragon Quest in
0: there i'm not sure though
1: Mm -hmm. yeah we'll have to we'll have to dive a little bit more into it into that into that um gaming thing that dragon quest i'd like you to play because i I think you'd enjoy it
0: have you played a dragon quest
1: yeah i played like two dragon quest seven i believe on the ds and Oh, yeah, the only Dragon Quest I've played have been on DS's, and they, it was a very enjoyable experience. Dude, I have can you Im- heard
0: about the like the the,
1: the latest Dragon one? Quest
0: Eleven, the new one.
1: I haven't, dude, but I want to buy it. Is has it? Dude, I need to buy that shit.
0: I, dude, I'm really interested in that. I'm really on like a fantasy kick right now.
1: If you like Breath of the Wild, you're gonna love this one.
0: I'm, I'm really, dude, I'm really feeling it, and I really, I really think that we need to. I mean, obviously, for our listeners, I'm away from my home. I've been. I've been living uh, and quarantining outside of my home for almost – that has been a month now. So, I've been away from my box for about a month. But, I mean, I guess I could play this on my Switch. But I really – me and Brandon have talked about starting Skyrim runs. Oh, yeah. That would be really fun. Dude, we've got a lot of fantasy games right now. And honestly, dude, I wanted to bring this up uh, before we got off today that there just haven't really been a lot of new titles – and even though like, everybody's kind of fiending for the new Xboxes and the new PlayStations, there's really not a whole lot that you can play. So we're really excited to take some some steps back and take a look at some older games. And I'm just so pumped for that, dude. Like, I'm pumped to to get into, like, Skyrim, maybe Dragon Quest Eleven. Keep going dude, on. Like, you. Dude, I'm just so excited. There's just so many games out there, and we, I feel like we're – just scratching the surface on what we want to talk about on our platform.
1: And yeah. And like what we're going to explore and it's exciting. It really is. That's I can't so wait to just take it one day at a time and like, you know, see yeah, it fun. as it unravels. It's, it's been a really fun experience so far already. Um, and I just want to say, take this moment, now that we're talking about it to just say thank you um, to you and to the listeners, you know, for making this all possible.
0: Yeah, that, so. yeah, thank you to every single one of you that's listening. Also, thank you to you, Brandon. I have so much fun doing this, dude. <laughs> but yeah, yeah so yeah, just seriously, like an extra, like, thank you to all of our listeners. We've got a lot of listeners. Um, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. Shouts out to you guys. Um, that's really awesome. Oh, yeah. I, we noticed that there was some, some international listeners as well in both Romania and uh, Great Britain. So the UK so, oh, yeah! shout out to you guys for, for tuning in across the pond. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> across the pond. Um, but yeah, thank you. Thank you to everyone that's been listening. Um, if you have any questions, you can reach us at the sticky at gmail.com. Feel free to send us an email. If you have any questions and we'd love to, to talk to you about it. If you also have any game recommendations or something you'd like us to check out, send us an email there we're also on instagram the sticky buns pond um, we post some stuff um, we post our episode art the day before and have some other stuff you can feel free to message us there as well if you want to reach us or ask us any questions
1: and yeah i think that's a good good place to wrap it
0: yeah definitely so thanks to everybody and have a great one Good night. Have a great one. Peace in the streets. Peace in the streets,
1: y'all.